Welcome to the 2022 edition of the Radio Lumi Artist Spotlight series. These spotlights are meant to highlight Luminato artists and the work they've contributed. You'll hear them describe themselves and their art in their own voices. Coming up is Hopadina. Hopadina Adler is a two-spirit multidisciplinary artist. They are an Inuit and Métis person as well as Jewish. You can typically find them either at a burlesque show or protest or both at the same time. They are a disability advocate, especially for ostomates and other disabilities and the intersections of identity within those communities. They are a contributing artist to Crypt Collab Issue 4, a digital zine from Sticky Mangoes, now in its second edition with Luminato. You can follow this artist's work on Instagram as at Hopahontas, that's H-O-P-A-H-O-N-T-A-S, and on Facebook as Hope. Adler. That's H-O-P-E-A-D-L-E-R. You can find the zine with accompanying image descriptions on the Luminato website. You can also find spotlights from other Crypt Collab contributors from this and last year on Radio Lumi through the Access Hub at luminatofestival.com slash access hub. These interviews were recorded before the first draft of the Crypt Collab issue had been revealed by Pri Rahal, the curator and creator of the zine. Hope Adina is my name, or Hope, they, them pronouns, and I am a medium skin tone person with short curly hair, brown eyes, and multiple facial tattoos. My submission for Crypt Collab this year was a piece I made for a program I did with Youthline and a zine that they made and art in a project thing. And it was supposed to be about like anything relating to culture and mine was called Coming Home. So I made it look like there was like a porthole into the past so we could see the north, we could see teepees, the snow, the northern lights but it's just like a little tiny snippet into it. And the snake, I feel like snakes are over-demonized, especially in native culture. And I thought a rattlesnake would represent like new beginnings and snakes are just beautiful to me. So I wanted to show how beautiful they can be with the gold. And I made it a 3D piece, which I really like because then it's more visual and also textural so that people can actually like touch it and feel like what's going on. Like there's actual snake skin on it, there's the beading, and it just makes it so it's more tactile and less about visual stuff, which I've not really done before. And the irony is that the beaded tail is the terms for each thing is a bead. So I thought it was appropriate to add beading into it. I thought it was just important to talk about how we don't really talk about the past or how we know it'll be affected in the future. And that the Northern Lights have always been there, home has always been there, but we don't always get a little like view into it. It's about a medium-sized canvas board. Most of the background is like a deep emerald green. In the center, just above the center of the painting, there is a little circular hole that has a painting of a teepee on some snow. And above the snow and the teepee, there are glitter in the northern lights. And then below that, there is a snake winding and twisting its way up. 
And on the snake, it is gold with real snake skin from an indigenous snake to North America. And the attachment with the beading at the bottom that completes the snake. Each bead represents how old the snake is, how many sheds that they have. So it can tell you how many times they've regenerated themselves. And I think that's really important to talk about is like regeneration and rebirth. It's one of my most recent pieces and I tried to keep it as updated as possible. And I felt like it was important for Indigenous pieces to talk about different things that are more cultural than just visual too. With the beading, I felt like it was important because it was my first real time actually beading. So it made me feel a bit more connected to my culture and I wanted to show that. I enjoyed last year a lot. I like the networking. I like finding new friends and communities to make. And Pre is always amazing, as always. And so it's just nice to touch in with friends again, do some art and talk about art. I'm always happy to do so. I do mainly visual traditional art, but I'm trying to dabble in more mixed media than just straight up acrylic, which is what I did this time. I used different materials to make sure it was more than just a normal canvas board painting. I felt like it was important to try to try new things and also make it less visual and try to make it more inclusive by doing more things than just visually based. My main one right now is like burlesque and performance art, I guess. So I am working on a new act right now that's Betty Boop themed, and I'm really excited about that. It's going to be really good. I saw the dress last night, and I'm ridiculously excited about that because it's more fun working on a new act sometimes than just doing it. So I'm really excited about that. And there's a couple of other things I'm looking into trying, which is beading. I've been practicing a lot and stuff like that. But I'm nowhere near like some people, they're just ridiculously talented at beating. But yeah, I'm trying to dabble in other forms of it too. It's a more recent thing in Indigenous history, I think, kind of like ribbon skirts. It's a post-colonial method of connecting with the culture because we had our own version of beads, but they aren't exactly the same of what we do now. But it's a way we reconnect with culture. It's like a meditation. And I think of it as like living art. So like you can wear it, you can do whatever you want with it. But it's art that you go around wearing and show your pride. And I think it's just beautiful. Sometimes it reminds me of like, you know, that rainbow corn that you've seen. It reminds me of that. I love that and I think it reminds us of indigenous foods and architecture and I think it's just really cool and I love it so much. Sometimes I'll want to just like do an entire painting in one day but then I discover, oh, I'm having arthritis flare up in my hands today. I can't do as much as I wanted to. So doing that and realizing that 
the ability to do art at all is just incredible and that I need to pace myself so I can do it longer and more than I want to. And I think it's a way to reconnect with ancestors and try to do something and try to express myself in a way that is healthy, but also effective for what I want to come across for stuff. And I try to get a lot of inspiration from Indigenous stuff, but I also do the whole I'm not good enough thing with some Native art I see. But I'm trying to tell myself that all of our versions of our aesthetic are good and that there's no wrong way to do Indigenous art. Again, that was Hope Adina. And remember, you can always find their work on Instagram as at Hopahontas. That's H-O-P-A-H-O-N-T-A-S. And on Facebook as Hope Adler. That's H-O-P-E-A-D-L-E-R. To find this spotlight and others, check out Radio Lumi. Or you can find the art and more on the artist in Crypt Collab both available through the Access Hub on the Luminato website. That's luminatofestival.com slash access dash hub. This spotlight was produced and edited by yours truly, Dev Ramsaywak, for Radio Lumi as part of Luminato 2022. Thanks for joining us.